Welcome to the Heights Sermon Series Podcast, where each week you'll hear a new message that'll help you with your life shaped by the Word. How many of you have witnessed God's faithfulness? Amen. In Lamentations it says, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Uh, For those of you who don't know me, I'm uh, Pastor Rico, and as we close out our 21 days of prayer and fasting, I'd like to take just a brief moment, and and I know most of you are saying, what, brief for you? But yeah, (laughs) just a brief moment to encourage us to continue to pursue some of our uh, spiritual disciplines that we've engaged in for the past uh, 21 days. Now, some of you may ask, wonder, what exactly is a spiritual discipline? Because that's not a term that we use very often. Well, one definition, we're going to show it up here. One definition, spiritual disciplines are behaviors that help our spiritual growth and enable us to grow to spiritual maturity. For example, there's the discipline of prayer, the discipline of reading God's word, the discipline of fasting, the discipline of being still and spending time with God. These are all, and there's more, but these are all spiritual disciplines. And these spiritual disciplines should not be something that we do only at certain times of the year, but these disciplines should be a way of life. This is why Paul said in 1 Timothy 4, 8, while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Now, sadly, I think we often make the mistake of treating God's word here as as a rule book, as a list of do's and don'ts that God has given us in order to govern our Christian walk. And and don't get me wrong, some of that is true. But the problem of thinking of God's word only in this way is that then we look at our spiritual disciplines as the list of things that we have to do in order to please God. Therefore, some will read the Bible because they think they have to. Some will pray because they think they have to. Some will fast because they think they have to. Some will even spend time with God because they think they have to. But the problem is when these disciplines become a chore or a job that we feel like we're forced to do, then it actually should be something that we want to do. However, did you know, contrary to popular belief, the primary purpose of the word of God is not to be a rule book. But the primary purpose of the scriptures is to reveal the character of God and who he is. In other words, the primary purpose of God's word is to come and to know him. Did you know that? Amen. And so this is actually a love story. Did you know the word of God is actually a love story whereby God reveals himself to us and he reveals his love to us. And just as we have a desire to be with and learn everything we can about the ones we love, We should have the same and even greater desire to know and be with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For eternal life, as well as abundant life, comes from knowing and being with him. This is why our Lord Jesus said in John 10.10, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And then the 17th chapter of John, he said, and this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. 
Now, some of you may remember when you first started dating your wife or your husband, you would spend hours on the phone talking to one another. I mentioned this in the last service. That, that's something that Tony and I did when we first started dating. Any, anybody else did that? I don't know. <laughs> last time I thought it was just me, but we, we spent hours on the phone talking to one another. Sometimes we would fall asleep talking on the phone. Yeah, that was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was crazy. But we didn't do it because we had to, but we did it because we wanted to, because we wanted to learn more about each other, and we just enjoy spending time with one another. Well, that same thing should be true of our relationship with the Lord. In the 42nd Psalm, the psalmist said, As the deer panteth after the water brooks, so my soul panteth after thee, O God. Can you imagine a deer in the forest or in the woods and it's trying, searching for water and it's panting and it's searching and it's doing all it can to find that water? That's the same way the psalmist said his soul was in looking and panting after God. And that's the same way we should be as well. We should be panting after God. And the blessing of panting after God, the blessing of coming to God, The blessing of meditating upon God, the blessing of knowing God, is that his abundant goodness will then overflow towards us. This is what David meant when he said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. And this is why our spiritual disciplines should not be something we do every once in a while. It should not be an event that we occasionally participate in. But these disciplines should be a way of life, simply because of our immense desire simply to be with him. For what should drive us? What should motivate us? What should encourage us? What should compel us to spend time with the Lord is not out of a sense of duty. It's not because I think I have to do it. But what should drive us to want to spend time with the Lord is because of our love for him. Amen? Does that make sense? And if you think about it, why do we love the Lord? First John 4, 19, we love him because he first loved us. And I'm here to tell you, church, amen. Let's clap on that, amen. And I am here to tell you there is absolutely nothing in this world, nothing in this world that can surpass the love of God. For that's the love that chose us. That's the love that saved us. That's the love that died for us. That's the love that was raised for us so that we can spend eternity with him. Church, that's love. And as we reflect on God's love for us, that's when we cry out like David, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And that's what should motivate us to engage in the spiritual disciplines. For now, because of our love for God, there is joy in spending time in prayer. We're like David who said, oh God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. Because of our love for God, there is joy in spending time in God's word. The psalmist said, oh, how I love thy law, it is my meditation all the day. And the prophet Jeremiah said, thy words were found and I did eat them. And thy word was found to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Because of our love for God, There is joy even in partaking in a sacrificial fast. We're like Daniel who said, I turned my face to the Lord God, seeking him by prayer and pleased for mercy with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. 
And because of our love for God, there is joy in just being still and spending time with God. We know what the Lord meant when he said in the 46th Psalm, be still and know that I am God. Therefore, church, as we continue through the year of 2024, let this be the year when we discover the joy of spending time with God. Amen? Discover the joy of spending time with God. For I'm here to tell you, there is nothing like spending time with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for the joy, the joy, Lord, of just being able to spend time with you. It is not a job. It is not a chore. It is not something that I think that I have to do, Lord. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for giving us the joy of being able to spend time with you. Help us to be like the psalmist who said, As the deer panteth after the water brooks, so my soul panteth after thee, O God. And when we do so, we will see, like David said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. In Jesus Christ's precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.